welcome to another episode of The Powerful Project. Now, I know it's this early part of the year, it's very busy, there's lots going on and lots of you might be focusing on your goals and what you're wanting to achieve and that's totally fine. We've just done a goal setting podcast, so if you want to listen to that, go ahead. But this also means that we're often focusing on all the things that we're actually going to tick off and do and not looking at the importance of enjoying the journey or actually wanting to take things step by step. So it's important now to also reflect on your personal and professional and life growth that's happened in the last year or taking note of what might not have gone so well, that's that's part of reflection, to make sure that when you're actually focusing on the next steps forward, A, it's aligned with what you actually want, and then B, you're actually staying in the moment. So you're knowing what's actually happening around you. It's really important to make sure that that is actually part of the journey. Otherwise, we just get obsessed with Mm. hitting milestones, aiming for things, hitting them, not hitting them, and getting really frustrated and not actually enjoying the journey itself. Yeah, and actually not recognising how far you've come as well. I think when we're so caught up in the moment of getting stuff done and getting ahead, Sometimes you don't realize how much you've actually achieved as well. So reflection is huge. So, so, so important because I don't know about you, but you have like, especially like the last few weeks, I was like, oh my God, I haven't achieved anything this year. And I looked (laughs) back onto my goal setting. I was like, oh, actually I have ticked off heaps of that was on this list. Mm -hmm. But because you are always wanting more, always wanting to do the next thing and the next thing. And you just sometimes don't realize how much you've done and actually did this year and I even travel I was like oh yeah Mm. I haven't left the country and I'm like hey you've been on two fucking holidays (laughs) (laughs) I was like oh yeah I forgot that I did that (laughs) yeah so it's so important to reflect and just bring to your awareness again how much you've done as well Mm. it's so easy to do that I know that feeling as well it's like I've done nothing this year um done a lot (laughs) (laughs) we've done a lot it was good for the Spotify wrap-ups mm. just to see mm. how much we've done in a podcast and how much it's grown. So thank you guys as well. Mm. I think that was a really nice little clap on the shoulder for us to recognize that, hey, we have moved with this podcast too. Yeah, we've been putting in the work every couple of weeks to yeah. bring these episodes and it's nice to see them actually going out to ears and people enjoying 18 them. 18 different countries. Yeah, it's really exciting. <laughs> so cool. It made me really happy to know that because sometimes, you know, we talk and we chat yeah. to each other, but you don't always hear back from everyone who's listening so it's nice to see the numbers there thanks Spotify (laughs) (laughs) love that now what are the important parts of reflection so what do we actually need to do like we can say reflecting Mm. what is what even is that well the first thing is recognizing those small wins so we do like to mention the small wins a lot we've got to hit it home stop overlooking little victories and little things that you've achieved or things that you've started doing that you might think aren't that exciting or that important because they are and they are what build up to the bigger fancy and shiny achievements and milestones that come along the way as well. So appreciating just showing up to the gym three times a week is just as important as getting a promotion at your job or something like those little things are important. So make sure that you actually take a zoom out and don't just discount everything that you're doing. Like, you know, when yeah. someone gives you a compliment or, oh, wow, you're doing so well at X, Y, Z. And you're like, oh, no, no, it's nothing. It's not nothing. Every, it's yeah, yeah, everything's so important. Count. And the more you value those small things, the more they're going to keep happening because you actually have that positive reinforcement and feeling around them. So it's important to make sure you're recognizing them. So have a little look back over your last couple of months and then maybe your whole year if mm-hmm. you're feeling up for it. And just say, what were those small wins that you might have overlooked? You might have already actually written down all the big ones that happened. 
What are the small ones that you've overcome? Like, were there challenges that you started to overcome that have been bothering you for a few years? Was there some relationships that you've had this year that were you really proud of or, like, people that you've met? Was there something you were doing differently in the gym or at your nutrition that you've overcome that you're really proud of? Like, all these things, while they seem, like, not that big, are going to make a big difference. Yeah, even getting up early for the gym or getting to the gym at all, making sure that your meals were prepped most of the time. Like you don't have to be 100% at all times, but those little small percentages and the small wins and the small steps are so, so, so important. And I think that's going to keep you stepping small steps in as well. Like, you know, this year, one of my goals was to start investing some money. (laughs) And it was always too scary. So all I've done is just put... Um, every fortnight some money into like the what is the Australian 200 or whatever that's all I've done but I'm going to call that a small win because I actually started and now there's money in there which for the last two years I've just done nothing so that's good like if I tell people this is all I've got in that account it seems small but for me that was a small win that I actually achieved so it doesn't matter if someone else might perceive it small or if you perceive it small it's important yeah for me it was probably the running oh yeah actually getting out of my head and not pretending that running is going to make my squats go worse, which, well, you know, might do. But, yeah, just getting it done and working on mindset towards that was pretty cool. Yeah, and you got 12Ks the other day as well. So well my done. goal achieved for 2023. Yay, that was awesome. <laughs> yeah. It's so exciting. And, like, obviously at the start it was just doing a small run. Yeah, like 3Ks. Mm. was. I think that my first one was literally 3Ks because someone messaged me after on Insta and they're like oh my god I've just started running out of the 2k's I'm like this is literally how I started too you can see now the 12k's and if you haven't followed the journey but I literally started with two mm-hmm. then I went to five then I went to seven then I did six a couple of times and I did like an eight once and I did 110 mm-hmm. I did 12 and then my toxic trait after the 12 was like oh I can do half <laughs> <laughs> what's 9k more <laughs> what's 9k more on this and everyone messaged me like you're gonna do a half next and I'm like, let me do 15 next and then we can see like but I think mm-hmm. an hour of running, like the 12K, that's probably enough running for me. I don't have time for two hours two hours of running or don't want to make the time for two mm-hmm. hours of running. It does take it. Well, actually, you just highlighted a thing that can happen with society too. Is you might be acknowledging something that's a win to you. But then people are like, oh, cool, you've done that. What's the next yeah. thing? Yeah, like even so true. Sometimes we do that in our own heads. But if you notice people saying that too, it's like, oh, like, shit. Back <laughs> off. It's my life. Exactly. <laughs> it's like, cool. Well, yeah. Um, Literally, so uh, many people were like, oh, marathon next or like half marathon next. Yeah. I'm like, leave me alone. I'm not a runner. <laughs> <laughs> I was really proud of that 12K. I'm like, 12K is massive. I've only, in my life, I have done two 10K runs. Mm-hmm. One was when I came back from holiday in Australia with my dad because dad was running 10K and there was no way in the world that I would have given up while I was running, running with my dad. Mm-hmm. And then the 10K like literally a couple of weeks ago. Two. That's amazing. I, and I've done 12 now. Like, leave me alone. <laughs> I don't want to do any more running. <laughs> that was hard. <laughs> yeah, it's very, very easy to yeah. do that Yeah, either to ourselves or have other people do that to us. So don't like let other people weasel in on your wins what do you think is actually important to you and um yeah just thinking about my year like I did the powerlifting comp then straight afterwards everyone was asking me like okay well are you gonna do like the next level I was like no I think I've talked about this before I don't really love the sport for myself it's fun to go and be involved in and support but not for me so I've changed my training back and it's helped my riding it back again which is my big priority and that's my thing. But people still remember that I did that. So they're like, oh, are you still doing that? What are you doing next? I'm like, well, that was my kind of closed book on that. Yeah. And that's a win in myself. Gave it a crack. And now my wins are more related to how my body's feeling and like how much less tension I have in my back. And all those little wins, I'm like, I'm doing better. 
And my writing's gotten better too because I got yeah. some of the highest score I ever got at a competition the other day. So which was good. so fun. I got a 68% and I got a 70% and I was like, Heck yes. I've never gotten that before. And I don't know if anyone listening knows anything about dressage. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I speak for myself. I don't know anything about anyway, dressage. You ride a horse, you do a test, you do movements, etc. You get judged. Um, but yeah, I've ne- the highest I've ever gotten was probably like 64 or 65. Massive. And so I got 68 and 70. So I was like, yes, this yes. is such an exciting thing to that have experienced. Baby steps. That's yeah. so cool. Yeah. yeah, and then but then people will be like, okay, cool. Well, that's at that level. Like, what about the next level? Next level? Yeah. And I'm I'm slowly getting there. But to me, I was so 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 proud to have actually achieved yeah. that at that level As that I've should. been stuck out for quite a long time. So, yeah. it's important to recognise your own small wins and yeah. not get too bogged down in comparing it or also, you know, uh, making it small. Yeah, you and I small think wins, but like if you make it seem small, it's you're going to discount it. It's so important that we are allowed to shift focus as well because, like you said, powerlifting was a focus for you for t- for mm-hmm. a while, but you mm-hmm. didn't enjoy it. So why can't you shift back to horse mm-hmm. riding? Like, wherever is important to you can be changed. And I think it's really important to give everything a crack and, like, mm-hmm. try new things. But if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. And you shouldn't be caught up in this whole comparison competition mm-hmm. mode. Like, just because... I don't know, Susie from next door is doing it. doesn't mean that you have to do it. You can do whatever you want. And there's no one, like no one should be allowed to be like, oh, you should be doing this. You should be doing this because in the end of the day, it's your life and whatever makes you happy, mm. you should focus on rather than getting caught up and like, I don't know, they're all doing boxing <laughs> competitions and I'm like, oh, I should be doing a boxing competition because people keep asking me that as well. I'm like, I enjoy your boxing. boxing. Your yeah. <laughs> but I don't want to punch someone. <laughs> I feel yes. really <laughs> awkward and I haven't done any sparring and I just don't think I can punch people. Like, I'm happy to punch pads and I don't know about you, but I've also never been punched. Like, no, never, I've never. I've been fighting with my brother when I was little. I've <laughs> <laughs> been nearly drowned by a pool toy many times. <laughs> but I haven't punched, I haven't been in a fight and I just don't think I've got it in me. And because I am such a competitive person, I just feel like if I get punched... I would take it really personal as well. Mm-hmm. And then um, I just don't, I, I don't think that will be good. <laughs> just like, I, I like say that now. <laughs> oh, I know. Everyone keeps saying that too. I'm like, yeah, don't do it for your face. I'm head headgear. <laughs> but yeah, just because people around me are obviously in the, into the sport and they're doing competitions and they're doing fights, I'm like, that's good for you. Mm. I just enjoy this like training session once a week with no expectations, mm. just getting better, like step by step, learning new things. But not having this end goal of having a fight. And I think both of us have been in like quite hard training sessions, like leading up to a comp and mm-hmm. leading up to a powerlifting comp where I'm at the moment, I'm just like, oh, it's nice to be just a bit cruisy. Mm-hmm. I do feel like I need a new goal. I haven't quite found my new training goal yet. But at the same time, I'm also like, mm, yeah, life's good. Like mm-hmm. I can enjoy my training and I don't have to get my four sessions in every week <laughs> because – if I go for a run instead or if I want to do an extra boxing session or if you I don't do extra movement. go for a class instead, it's fine. I don't have to like – because when you lead up to a comp, you just get in your head and you just get it done, mm. which is cool and that was a really good focus. But I'm like, yeah, today I just want to do a class and I just want to socialise for That's my something exercise. That actually interests you. Yeah. Like Again, I think you feel – when you're reflecting, feel the things that were pulling you in mm. and that were – pushing you towards like there's a difference like if someone says oh you should run a marathon now because you've done 12k that does feel a bit like a push towards rather than you getting 12k but 
oh, I could be a marathon person. <laughs> yeah. um, a half? It's, it's, Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> a half was there, but that's more of a pull towards versus a push towards. Uh, yeah, pull yeah. towards versus a push towards. And I think if you see things that interest you, like different training styles that are pulling you in, yeah. like um, I've re interested myself in yoga and Pilates because Ooh. I love it, but I haven't really focused on it much this whole year. I looked back on my year and I was like, I like those two styles of training to complement. But first I was just doing all the powerlifting and my mobility was literally just like pre and post workout <laughs> for powerlifting because powerlifting takes two hours. <laughs> it was fine. It was, it was marathon good. training. Um, and then obviously horse riding is my other yeah. thing. And I was like, well, what if you carve out a few times to go into yoga and Pilates? Because yeah. I'm feeling pulled towards them as a compliment and it's so exciting. So I went to a couple the other day nice. and they were fun. So yeah. it's, it's good. And like, although good. they're not technically – actually, the whole point of like yoga and Pilates isn't to have a goal. It's like just yeah. to be in the moment and be present and to work and with And that is body, a good goal to which focus is a good on. Goal. Yeah. <laughs> and my body feeling better and less stiff with all the restrictions that turn up from pushing yeah. myself so hard is a good goal and a small win. So anyway, that's important for me as well as everybody else is like, can you break everything down into smaller portions, smaller bits, what's pulling you in and you actually want to experience it as to what you think you're just pushing yourself or yeah. someone's pushing you towards. Because, and then, yeah, it's so yeah. easy to do that. Even if you get drawn to something, also really important to stay kind of in your own lane, like look up for up to other people for inspiration but look up to yourself and compare to yourself only. So if that's new numbers in a gym or if that's a new running goal, like don't compare yourself again to, I don't know, Joe down the road <laughs> who ran a marathon because you've just done 10Ks and the next one's is 12. That's cool. Like stay in your own lane and focus on you against you. I think that's what I called my running program actually. Mm. I signed up to this running coaching app and they, you had to put your goal in and that goal was 10K. And it, I called the plan you versus you because I'm like, <laughs> oh, in the end good. of the day, it's just me against me. And it doesn't matter what everyone else around me is doing. And it just should be the same for you. Like it is you against you. So if you want to look back or compare to anything, compare to yourself only. But then again, if you're someone who had injury, don't get too caught up oh, comparing yeah. to, you, to your old self either because you kind of have to start fresh and acknowledge that this is a fresh cut and you can compare yourself to what you've achieved after that injury again mm. rather than getting frustrated that you're not quite at the level where you wanted to be that's very true like shifting your focus away from being obsessed with comparison competition can be very very helpful and hard and <laughs> challenging i was gonna say if you are actually an athlete in a competitive sport it might it's be a different, different story <laughs> that's your whole purpose yeah. but if you're uh, a general person wanting to work on their health and feel better in your skin like Every single time you're comparing yourself to the other girls in the gym or the other girls in your class even who are all different and yeah. all, at all different exercises and all different levels of experience. Yeah. And they've most done no it for years. Like, who does exactly. Yeah. Or you are comparing yourself to a pre-injury or pre-baby or pre-something version yeah. of yourself or like just a teenager who could run around and play sport all day. I looked at a couple of kids the other day. Where was I? And I was like, I need, how do I have so much energy? That's crazy. My theory is they have a big person's energy compressed into a small body. Oh. And so it's just bouncing around everywhere. <laughs> That's my oh, It was at the 25-hour race. There were so many kids and everyone really? were doing they the circuit running. like over and over. And I'm like, <laughs> how? 
I'm going to go and dead. have a nap. <laughs> <laughs> Comparing yourself to a past version of yourself is very important not to do. You just keep showing up to whatever little error you're in, you know, focusing yeah. on that and moving forward with whatever you've got, the small wins, the little steps. That's where you see the importance. Because at the end of the day, like, you could pretend that it all doesn't matter. Mm. It does matter. Just think of whatever's ahead of you and chip away at it so that you can actually look back and feel really proud of yourself at this period of your life. Yeah. Shifting that focus and not being focused on obsessed with others. It's much more empowering and positive that way. Yeah. Which is why we always bang on about setting realistic goals as well. You want to look at something that is like, like I like the idea of setting big goals. Mm-hmm but then breaking them down in smaller achievable steps because I feel like when you have one big goal, you're more likely to strive towards that big scary goal Mm -hmm. with small little steps than setting really, really small little goals that don't excite you as much. Mm -hmm. But then it's really important that they're realistic and achievable and that you break them down no matter how big your vision is. And I I really like having big visions because I think we both do. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We do. (laughs) And it's really exciting. But then finding those small manageable steps along the way is super important because otherwise you're just going to get like you just sit there and you're like, oh, my God, I'm never going to get there. (laughs) And that is draining and that's hard because then you get into this spiral where you're actually not putting any movement forward. It's very disheartening. If you feel like you haven't shifted a centimeter. Yeah. Like. It's so demotivating. <laughs> so it's important to make sure that you can break them down into those smaller bits and keep them moving the right direction. Because you can also do the opposite and think that you're moving towards your goal, but actually going around in circles if you have no actual way of knowing that you're getting towards it. Like, you know, if you are working towards a fitness goal, but you don't have any numbers or anything broken down to aim for, it can be a bit hard. Mm. Like, okay, well, I want to get stronger we want to see those numbers going up. If you weren't tracking your numbers, you'd have no idea yeah. whether you were going up or not. <laughs> yeah, yes. which is really interesting. I did um, bench yesterday and I had to put a percentage in off my bench mm-hmm. and that made me realise because I've been so caught up with not getting over 60 kilo on my bench and then I put in and I was like, wow, 50% of 60 kilo is 30 kilo. And I don't do 30 kilo benches anymore, but when you do deadlifts or squats, you quite often go back to like a 50%. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh my God, like I've outgrown this 50% mm. bench so long ago. But then because it's bloody bench, <laughs> it just feels so, so much littler because mm. it's like obviously a lower weight than like, I don't know, 130 kilo or 100 kilo squat or whatever it is. But I was like, oh my God, I don't do 30 kilo benches anymore. But really that's 50%. Like that's crazy. Mm. You should be stoked because I usually bench around like 40 or 50, but being at 40 or 50, I've just been like, oh, this is not good enough. <laughs> but then if you put it into percentage perspective, you're like, oh, this is a smaller goal. It is step by step. It is moving you forward. I'm like, guess that, that works. <laughs> it does. And that, again, that's why reflection is important. Like that yeah. was a reflection then where you're like, oh, I have some perspective of 50% of my bench was this number. Yeah. Wow. Like that's yeah. actually a really good eye opener <laughs> of how much you've actually achieved and how much you've moved forward with it. So yeah set big goals but then break them down into realistic ones that you think are manageable and make sure that you actually are moving up the steps bit by bit working on things week by week because it's also super common to get very very busy and worry and doing things and thinking that you're working on stuff like making busy work and they're not really getting that far mm-hmm. <laughs> you know again that's because you can do a lot of actions moving nowhere yeah, yeah. you can, <laughs> you spin can do your a wheels. lot of things moving nothing yes yeah. exactly and it's, it's it's figuring out what's actually intentional and useful and what's just busyness yeah. like what's junk work and junk 
yeah. I don't even think exercising is, you know, junk. But, like, if you're just kind of jumping around and doing random exercises with no purpose or intention, like, yes, you're exercising, but you might not be building strength or yeah. building muscle, building shape. You're moving, but you're not really trying. Yeah, yeah, you're moving, but you're not really putting intention into it. Whereas if you are focusing on, okay, my plan is to get to this number, you know, might not even get to that exact number, but you're moving up those steps yeah. and you're increasing your weights. That's what my girls always say, like why the app is so good that I have is just it's seeing those numbers because, oh, the, the other day the app was down, which oh. is also shit because technology was <laughs> not my friend that day. <laughs> but anyway, it really made me realize, A, shit, probably should take things off the internet because like I didn't have any of my programs. But anyway, uh. the point of this was um, the girls couldn't remember their numbers. And so they estimated really random numbers. And I was like, that's way lower than what you're doing. Like, I can remember some of them. Like yeah. I keep some in my head somehow. Yeah. Like one girl's like, oh, I think my push-ups are at like level 10 on the bar. She was at level five. <laughs> that was double the height of what she was doing. And so I was like, wow, like if you just went into the gym, had no plan, just grab random wow. like five Wait. kilo dumbbells or like, you know, put it on level 10 every time. Yes, you're moving, but you wouldn't get that much stronger. Yeah. You wouldn't get any better over time. You just kind of stay where you're at, going around in circles. Yeah. Not going backwards maybe, but going around in circles. So this it's is why I love progress charts and having your PBs on a board or in your app or whatever because it's just such a good reflection because we as humans, I think, are kind of driven to mm. do better. And also why everyone loves gamification yeah. and stuff, like <laughs> points. My last challenge had points in it and everyone loved it. They yeah. thought it was so fun because every habit had points associated with it. So it could build you up. This It was on like a little Mount Everest thing and get you to the next base. And it's like it just made the habits have points yeah. associated with them. So what do they do? So much better. Put in the work, did the habits because they had <laughs> points. Yeah, <laughs> it I've was got fun. For my kickstart, your strongest new year. Oh, good. And it's all about the habits and collecting the points. And I'm like, yes, I can't wait. This is <laughs> so much fun. Yeah, but that's the point yeah. of goals. It's like move, so move yourself up the ladder, move yourself up the list. It's not always necessarily about the number, but you need to have something to move up and also something that's realistic to you. And we need to focus on reflection itself in what it means in your body too because we're talking about thinking a lot, like thinking about your milestones, thinking about what's been happening. But it's also important at this time of year, it's also good to have quiet moments and times just to let yourself be quiet. It's like having it's you can be making a therapy session for yes. me again. <laughs> be quiet. <laughs> well, of course you can do journaling and meditation, really, really um, deep practice work. But I think it's time to just literally sit in the pool with no technology, or sit like at the beach. Sit That's at the my beach. Favorite thing this week, just yeah. sit at the beach and just literally sit everyone. at the beach oh. with your phone off no and just phone. observe the home. water. Oh the best you know walks in nature with no no phone again i yeah. keep saying no phone but no phone is important so like put your freaking the present away. moment <laughs> and it just helps you so much to have that little moment of like yeah. introspection and thought about yourself so that you don't your head is and your brain is well someone said um, make your head where your feet are so that you're not just always up in mm. the cloud in the air in the technology it's like immersing your feet into the sand yeah just like sitting there i love it like it's being able to do that is actual physical reflection like yeah. can you go internal and can you be in your body and that's an important practice because I know we talk about it and I know people will be like oh yeah, yeah I know how to do that I need to do that and then they just never do it and of course you just keep whirring yeah. around with your monkey brain in your head and I feel like you need constant reminders to slow down and yes. be more present because yeah. it is so so easy to not do it when I am um, again running <laughs> when I went for the run I my goal the, for the whole 12k's was enjoying the journey. So I set my intention before I went for the run. I'm like, you're going to watch the ocean. You're going to like focus on something and don't think about 
getting another K in. Just focus and enjoy the journey. Like you're going to get it done. Don't because you know even when you're running, you're like, Mike. If even if I look at my watch, I still have to get the case done. Like mm-hmm. there's no point of me constantly checking how much I ran mm-hmm. because I still have to do the other. Like it's not going to change anything. Mm-hmm. So I really, really try to be focused and present. And then I smiled past everyone that like <laughs> was walking or running past me, and I looked at the ocean. I was like, it is so so much nicer when you can do that rather than. Yeah, being in your head all the time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And there's lots of little moments that you probably notice it in your day after a while. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> one of our ones is we have a double stacker carport thing, like oh, so that yeah, we can have so two, hard. Yeah, so that we can have two carports, right? And it's really slow to come down, so you have to turn <laughs> the key and wait. And I know it's very easy just to get really frustrated and annoyed and like look at your phone the whole time. But I was practicing it literally this morning, yeah. like just turning. It. I was like, why don't you just take like five or six breaths yes. for it to come down? And like, I love that. Then you're focusing internal again, breathing, feeling so much better. And it takes about the same amount of time for it to go down. And I felt so much better than me being like, yeah, but you're not rushed. hurry yeah. up. <laughs> exactly. I, I had have... enough time. I wasn't in a hurry. <laughs> <laughs> I've made myself a new challenge. So whenever I go and order coffee by myself, because I quite enjoy that, whenever I order the coffee, I put my phone away mm. and I am not on my phone for the time I'm waiting for my coffee to mm-hmm. get to me. So you just have to like look around and you just appreciate little things. Like you see like, I don't know, the people around you and they're stressed or some of them are like catching up with their friends and you're like, oh, this is cute. I'm just like noticing the world just, around you. Because this is what I would do traveling and oh, I yeah, felt like of course. I just need to do some more of that sort of stuff in my day-to-day life because there's no reason that you can't do it. Mm. But we're just so caught up. I'm like, oh, I've got to reply to this and check my email and do that and blah, blah, blah. blah. I'm like, no. Nah. These, like, I don't know, five minutes, however long it's going to take for that person to make my coffee. I'm just going to stand there, put my phone away, no headphones, no co- no nothing, and just, like, oh. It's so <laughs> good, important. Good to be a human being literally, rather than a human doing. I mm. saw that at someone's story um, the other day, and I was like, yeah, it's so such mm. a good reminder. And it's an important skill because many of us are not very good at it anymore because of our yes. lives. Literally, there's not only opportunities that you can't just pull out your phone or you can't just be distracted by something or you can't watch a TV or you can't yeah. be still or even be bored. But you know, how many people moment. watch Netflix scrolling their phones? Exactly. Like, <laughs> not even paying attention to the movie that's on. <laughs> I haven't watched a movie in the longest time, but even if I do watch a movie, I don't watch the movie. It's just exactly. like background noise. Yeah, but little moments, like you said, when you're getting a coffee, like not go on your phone and watch the yeah. world around you. So it's actually really, really good for your nervous system. Like I was doing some, they're called somatic exercises for relaxation, like to help your body get back into that rest and digest mm-hmm. mode from fight or flight, because you can get stuck there. You can get very, very stuck and like your breathing is tight and your neck is tight and all this sort of stuff. But one of them was literally looking at a distance Mm. and just following and tracing like the horizon or the landscape or the objects of the room around you. I was like, what kind of a weird exercise is this? Oh, and you soften your gaze. Yeah. But I was like, I did it. And it was so calming Yes. because you're just drifting around the environment, taking in the things. And like you you mentioned when you said about traveling, you do do that naturally traveling because you're so awe-inspired by what's going on around you. And you remember all these moments. Yeah. Like I remember standing in Barcelona looking at that beautiful yes. big strip down the middle and just looking at the big, beautiful lampposts they have and the park that they have and the lake and the ducks. Because like, I was there looking at it all. I wasn't just going on my daily commute to work being like, fuck, 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 yeah, just yeah, get yeah, from yeah. A to B. But what's like, we live in a beautiful place in the world. Yeah. Why can't we do that on a daily basis? And like you said, watching people in the coffee shop, like noticing how the plants have grown, yeah. like so- <laughs> yeah, noticing just different people that come in and out. It's really, really relaxing. Yeah. And that's going to help you reflect just on your life on a more daily basis rather than getting too 
those like autopilot, autopilot, autopilot. Oh my God, what's happening with my life? And you literally like have no idea what happened the last three months. And I can guarantee you that you're going to be a happier, more calm human as Mm -hmm. well because in that moment you have so much gratitude. Mm -hmm. You just see other people and you're like, oh, I'm like grateful to see them. I'm grateful to be here. I'm grateful that I can Mm. buy coffee. I'm grateful that I can sit at the ocean. I'm grateful that I went for the run. I'm grateful that, I don't know, I have this opportunity to be here and be still and be in the moment. And just in general, like you have time to reflect during those times Mm -hmm. as well because if you're rushing around all the time you can't reflect and you Mm -hmm. can't express gratitude because you're just (laughs) you can't create new patterns because you're constantly bombarded with the same things that you have to do over and over again and and you're going to have the best ideas when you're calm and quiet and actually have time to Mm -hmm. chill and look at other things Oh, yeah, you get all this inspiration out of, like, nowhere. (laughs) It just comes out because you have the mental space for it because you've allowed your body and your brain to calm down, slow down, see the opportunities around you. And it also gives you joy in your day because you might have asked someone, oh, how's your day? Like, oh, it was a bit shit today. Mm. It's like, well, were there moments of beautiful times in that day that you had calm Mm -hmm. and you had peace? And the more you notice them, the more you can have them yourself. Like, you can go to the coffee shop. Yeah. You could go down to the park and the lake. You could find some time alone. Those are all literal moments you could choose to go in and relax and let yeah. your body and brain say, I'm calm right now. Everything's yeah. fine. Like, this is so great. <laughs> and for me, like I'm speaking, like I do this all the time. I'm working on it. You're noticing uh, times though that you do it. <laughs> um, but for me, it's way easier to do that outside rather than in my own house. Mm-hmm. So I feel like when I'm at home, I don't do like and do all the things. But if I take a moment to I don't know leave my phone at home and go for a walk or go to the beach and put my phone away and doing little things like that I feel like being away from your usual habitat Mm. makes it a lot easier to do that too Mm, I think 100 percent probably because of that interest factor (laughs) oh it's a bit different what's this yeah you actually want to look at that helps just get out do things and you will experience so much more too so hopefully that brings more about the the physical and like being in the moment part of reflection. It's not just sitting down, writing all your goals out, being like, okay, what were the things that went well last year, blah, blah, blah. That's important. But it's also making sure that you take time in yourself to yeah, be, a, be an actual person yeah. and see what comes out of that moment because that's when amazing thoughts yeah. will come to your mind when you've like- got that calm. Writing down is all well and good, but you do have to put things into action. It doesn't, yeah, <laughs> doesn't do itself if you just write it down. So really, really important that you action on those in those small steps, celebrate those wins, and then also show gratitude for yourself and also the work that you've done. Mm-hmm. Like gratitude is the one of the highest emotional states. Mm. That's very hippie, actually. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, whatever. In the hippie world, gratitude is one of the highest vibrating states. Yeah, so... If you can find gratitude, it is such a beautiful place to be. So if you can use that to light up the rest of your life, you again, going to see opportunities. You're going to feel more peaceful and in the moment. You'll be better with relationships and people because you're grateful for them and the moments. Mm -hmm. And you won't always just see what's not going your way. (laughs) 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 Yeah, you always, um, which I find is often what you'll say comes up. It's like, oh, how was your day? You start looking, oh, it was okay. This went bad and that went bad. That's fine. All those things happen. But if you can instead gear it more towards the things you're grateful for, then they're going to grow. 
Yeah. You know what my boss taught me once? When he asked me how my day was, I was like, oh, not bad. Oh, how are you? And he's, I said, no, not bad. And he's like, you know, you just use two negative words <laughs> to say something positive. And I haven't used it since. Because ah. it is. Like, when someone says, oh, not bad, you're like, oh, yeah, not you? bad. <laughs> well, why is it not bad? Like, why aren't you good or great or... I don't know. You, obviously, you're not going to be amazing every day. My day was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> obviously. But I feel like not bad just puts it in, like, you just, you hop, you, if you say it now, you can see your whole body language just go, yeah, yeah not bad. Yeah, you just shouldn't. You yeah. know? <laughs> it's so strange. Slumpy. But if you say, like, oh, yeah, it was kind of good. It was good. Good. Good's good. Good's good. Good's good. Good's good. <laughs> and um, I don't mean it in a way where you just pretend everything's good all the time. Yeah, like if it wasn't good, just say, I didn't have a good day. Yeah, <laughs> but average. <laughs> but don't say not bad. Don't yeah. scratch that out of your vocabulary. And he said that like three and a half years ago and obviously sticked with me since <laughs> and I haven't used it. And That's I like it. Yeah. There you go. So we won't say that again. <laughs> I'm going to tell everyone of it. And well, how I do mentioned we go it with- to him the other day. One day... We had like this chat and I was like, oh, remember like when you said that? And he's like, oh my God, did I say that? I mean, yeah, you told me off for saying not bad <laughs> and I have changed since. And he's like, oh, that's kind of cool. I'm like, yeah. It is. I think cool. that's really important. And most things are a perspective shift. It's like if you can focus yeah. on that, then it's going to help you have a better perspective for every area of your life. Not leaning into toxic positivity, obviously. Yeah. You need to acknowledge everything. But if you constantly say that, then it's a very much a habit. And then, mm. yeah, what does everything end up being? A double negative? Just like, yeah. Eh. Yeah. It's all right. It's two bad Not things bad. equaled each other out and it was kind of fine. <laughs> so true. Girl maths doesn't fix that. No. It <laughs> but it made me think of like, you know, when Aussies say, yeah, nah, and nah, yeah. yeah. yeah that's true. It's <laughs> like, why do we do that? Yeah, nah. It's like, yes, no equals no, but no, yes equals yes. <laughs> I don't know how, how it goes. Like, yeah, nah means no. No. And then... Nah, yeah, yeah, means yes. And I'm like, we're so weird. Why do we do that? Yeah, I don't know, you guys. We also <laughs> eat fairy bread. We had this conversation. Fairy bread? This conversation keeps coming up. And this is such a side tangent. Um, but even this morning at the shoot, everyone's like, oh, my God, you've never had fairy bread. I don't know how it came up. I'm like, I don't like butter. I don't fairy eat bread butter. Fairy bread is weird, though. I don't want to eat fairy bread. And I don't love white toast. Like, give me some sourdough. <laughs> but mm-hmm. I don't want fairy bread. I don't want it. I personally don't find the appeal <laughs> fairy bread. No. It's like... White bread, butter, and sprinkle, hundreds and thousands of sprinkles. I can't think of anything worse. Put the sprinkles on your ice cream, guys. <laughs> <laughs> but not on your butter and bread. Is that an Australian thing? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah you I, I know what it is. It seems normal, but like, I don't want to eat it. <laughs> no, not for me. Mm-mm. It's very strange. Okay. Well, there you go. There you Australians go. do weird stuff, but then so do Germans. Yeah. <laughs> not go there. <laughs> we do. She said at least you have good bread. <laughs> yes, you do have good bread. Good bread. <laughs> good bread. And good, good beer. beer. Good beer, apparently. I don't like beer at all, but apparently your beer is good. I like German beer. <laughs> <laughs> I, like actually, I, I don't think I've ever tried German beer, so maybe it is actually really nice. It's good. I um, got one for Amanda's birthday. I got German beer because everyone had their little country. Mm-hmm. And That's I actually cute. found um, at Dan Murphy, so you can get beer from Mönchengladbach. And that's like 30 minutes from my house. And I was like, oh, it <laughs> feels like home. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's yeah, that's quite funny. But I, I enjoyed that, but I wouldn't go out and drink a beer. No. I don't drink anyway, so no. <laughs> Just no. <laughs> I don't even yeah, like nah. Vegemite that much. <laughs> yeah, nah. <laughs> oh, Vegemite, I can't. You don't I like can't. it. Oh, oh. Montana spoons it. <gasps> I have a video Montana. of her like, spooning this thing and I'm like, 
It's black yeast. You've got goosebumps. Oh, I can't think of anything worse. Why would you do that to yourself? I feel like people will like identify with Vegemite because it's such an Australian thing that it's like, yeah, it's part of your life. I'm like, yeah, we had Vegemite on toast, but I didn't love it. It was just a black spread and it had cheese on it. And I haven't bought it since I was a kid, like when mum and dad used to buy it. <laughs> so I couldn't imagine anything like worse now. And I know there's like all the British brands like ProMite and Marmite and stuff like that. I'm like, what is this I don't stuff? Try it's like it. black spread. That we put on bread. Why do we like there's that? There's so many good things. There's jam. There's honey. Biscoff. <laughs> Biscoff. <laughs> there's Nutella. There's butter if you like it. There's, I don't know, cream cheese. Instead Anything. Black yeast But not spread. this like, <laughs> salty paste. Might as well put just salt on your toast. You have the same thing. You're tasting better. <laughs> weird. Anyway, we got into why Australians Super side are, are weird. <laughs> but anyway. No. Hopefully this episode has helped you to understand reflection a little bit more like it's not just a random buzzword that people say yeah. you should do at this time of year and blah 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 and there's a bit more to it and if you can use these steps to look at your own life mm. that you can actually go back and look at the little wins you've had in the year that matter to you and also thinking about what matters to you going forward mm-hmm. you're not something that pulls you in not yeah. pushes you towards I think or you have to be quite clear yourself. on your identity yeah and like your values to actually commit to the goals yeah that aligned with who you are and you, who you want to be as well. Yeah, who you want to become. And also shifting your focus away from just comparison and competition. So whether that's other people that you think you should be like or that yeah. are telling you you should be like something or your past self that isn't actually on the current era that you're in. I'm using eras like it's a Taylor Swift thing because <laughs> I think it's quite relevant. It's <laughs> not running era. You're, you're in your own, <laughs> era. But um, I think it's kind of relevant because like, yeah. if you're in a little snapshot of life that yeah. hasn't had any major life events that have affected it, then why not? Why not yeah. that be the what you're focusing on moving forward in? Like we always say, there's different time zones. You can't do everything at once. Mm. Like some things have to focus and then other things have to lose focus Mm -hmm. for you to achieve those other things. Mm. No matter what, you learn so much from the experiences and your body and brain learn so much from them. So keep doing them. Don't pass up on opportunities because of the what if. Yeah. Yeah. I I heard it's a pretty lame quote, actually. It's like better an oops than a what if. (laughs) Go and try something. And if you don't really. This is my life motto. (laughs) (laughs) I say yes to everything and you're like, go. You know, do it for the plot. Yeah. Such a Gen Z. (laughs) (laughs) You went there and you saw it and then you came back and then said, nah. Said, yeah, nah. Oh, God. It helps. Um, setting realistic goals yeah. as well. So ones that are big and scary and exciting, but also breaking them down into little manageable things that you can actually follow along with. So you're not just going around in circles, doing the same shit different day. And you're also not getting overwhelmed by the big goal because you actually have something to focus on. And then learning what reflection feels like in your body. So that's super important. It does sound a little hippy-dippy sometimes, mm. but it's so important. And when you feel the feeling in your body of what it feels like to be in the moment – it is so peaceful, relaxing. Yeah. You get so much more clarity as well. And those thoughts coming into your mind are actually creative, not just the same mm-hmm. worrying old, same things going around and around. And celebrate your freaking wins. Mm-hmm. I say this all the time. Like some of my friends, like they got another job today, like a new job. And I was like, have you celebrated that? Mm. Or like one of the other girls got a PB and like celebrate that. Yeah. And then one of the girls this morning, she's like, oh, this was so out of my comfort zone. I'm like, celebrate that. <laughs> celebrate. <laughs> Do something like it is a small step. This might look small to you, but it's actually huge. Mm-hmm. 
Even my mom, when she got her first Uber, and I'm like, celebrate that, mom. <laughs> you did it. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Sometimes that can be really yeah. scary. She was scared. I'm like, well, I forgot that we're from a country where there's no Ubers. <laughs> True. So yeah, I was like, yeah. City scariness. Um, and also expressing gratitude. So always learning what gratitude feels like in your body and your brain and practicing it on a daily basis, practicing it in small ways. And they end up in big ways because that leaks out into every area of your life. It does. So it's important to make sure that you're reflecting on what you're grateful for as well. Yeah. That's where the magic happens. Embrace it. Embrace the challenge. Embrace the suck. Embrace the wins. Embrace all of it. <laughs> <laughs> and like have a strong kicks out your strongest year, hey? <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening. Subscribe to hear more and stay updated when we release a new episode. But we would also love for you to write a review if this episode has resonated with you. Remember that nothing changes if nothing changes. Reflect on what you've learned today and message us your key takeaway. Until next time, keep showing up for yourself, take action for your health and remember that you are powerful.